I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, January 16th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. The who's who of global power players have made their annual pilgrimage to the Swiss ski town of Davos to network like there's no tomorrow and discuss the pressing issues of our day. Topics like AI, climate change, and the ongoing war in the Middle East. And if they're not total nerds, they're also probably going to party, Jay. A solution for world peace isn't likely to come out of Davos anytime soon. But from the high-end cocktail parties to magic mushroom pop-ups, maybe we'll get a video of Sam Altman doing a keg stand or something. What do you think the elites are doing in Davos, Jay? Uh, Ketamine. Oh, sorry. You didn't mean that. I think they're having a good time. I think this is like the ultimate, ultimate elite junket. You know, it does seem kind of awesome. I would like to go. I think there is another junket that I would prefer to go over this. Okay, let's hear it. Allen and Company has a meeting of American corporate business bigwigs in Sun Valley, Idaho. That's a Davos of the U.S. I would prefer that culturally to Davos. And I also think it would be a more casual, enjoyable experience. That's my personal opinion. So if Allen and company is looking to expand their invite list to podcast barons, you know, Jay and I are available. I am available. Brett, aside from us, probably not going to Davos and maybe not going to Sun Valley. What do we have for Peak Boss today? For our first story, can broke universities afford humanities? For our second story, Alberta tips its toe in the nuclear and our big picture section. For our first story, add school potentially going bankrupt to the list of reasons we're happy we're not in university or college anymore, alongside grueling midterms and questionable dining hall food. Brett, which Canadian universities could go under? So, Jay, believe it or not, Queen's University, their provost, basically its CEO, warned that the prestigious institution faces a $48 billion deficit this year and could go out of business if it doesn't straighten up, balance the books, and slash outstanding expenses. The news obviously shocked faculty, considering as a Morningstar DBRS credit rating report from last year determined Queen's had a strong enough balance sheet to survive tough times without drastic cuts. This all matters because budget problems aren't just an existential threat for Queens. Universities across the country are tightening their bolts due to revenue dips, higher expenditures, and decreased government support, with provincial funding dropping by 4.2% from 2021 to 2022. In Ontario, nearly half of universities are now running deficits and will make cuts unless the provincial government approves a plan to raise tuition by at least 5%. To make up for the difference, schools are racing to boost enrollments, particularly from international students who are charged much higher tuition than their domestic peers. Now, here's what's next. Budget cuts, layoffs, and potentially the closure of entire departments. As STEM and business programs draw in more students and more cash, the humanities could get the axe. Between 2012 and 2022, enrollments in these programs had dropped by nearly a third. Now, Jay, to zoom out. On the whole, Canadian universities still operated on a budget surplus in 2022, but financial indicators signaled choppy waters ahead. The recent news of a planned cap on their favorite cash cow, international students, spells even more fiscal trouble. For our second story, new year, new power source, Alberta is dabbling in nuclear power. Here's what's happening, Brett. In a deal that could produce Alberta's first nuclear power reactor, power producer Capital Power is partnering with Ontario Power Generation to explore building small nuclear reactors, SMRs, in the western province, according to the Globe and Mail. Ontario Power Generation, a crown corporation that operates 10 nuclear plants in Ontario, 
is aiming to have an operational SMR in Alberta built by 2035. And it matters because after years of the province expressing interest, the partnership marks Alberta's entry into nuclear power, an energy solution that more provinces, including Ontario, Saskatchewan, and New Brunswick, have also been increasingly willing to pursue. OPG will bring one of the world's first SMRs to Clarington, Ontario by 2028, while Saskatchewan and New Brunswick are aggressively exploring projects of their own. SMRs are appealing to Providence because, compared to larger reactors, they are, in theory, cheaper and quicker to build, safer, and can be built in more remote areas. But SMRs are still a largely unproven technology since none have been sold or built in Canada or the U.S., China and Russia are the only two countries that have managed to create operational SMRs, a feat that the U.S. government is pushing hard to match. Experts also say the reactors, while promising, are a long way away from proving to be a reliable power source. The bottom line is, SMRs and nuclear energy as a whole remain big question marks, but given nuclear's potential to produce clean power en masse, smooth out supply chain ops, and cut costs in the process, provinces seem willing to give it a shot, whether it pans out or not. We shall see. And for our big picture today, Red Sea Rancor continues. Houthi rebels hit a U.S.-owned cargo ship in the Red Sea, their first strike on an American ship since a U.S.-British strike against their operations. Houthi attacks have disrupted shipments to eastern Canada, with data showing that two-thirds of ships en route to the port of Halifax are expected to arrive at least a day late. Military base workers strike. Almost 500 civilian union military base employees in Ontario and Quebec are on strike fighting to secure a new collective bargaining agreement with higher pay and more job security. The workers, who support both active military members and veterans in the area, like food and life insurance, have worked without a contract since 2022. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. Shut